Ahoy guys, welcome to the Dragon Ship Podcast. I'm your host, the one who is many, Cyber Calamity. Alongside are me, my co-host, the man who bleeds PlayStation Blue, Tay Infinite. Next Hello. along him, we have the Puerto Rican Reggie Watts, Brian. And last but not certainly not least, the creature who bleeds pixels, Colin Monkey Omega. What's up? Guys, what is going, going on? on? How's everyone's week going? What's on deck? Uh, pretty pretty good so far. My week's been okay. Yeah, week's been average. Just a normal, like, I don't know, boring Same days. Collins. Boring days. <laughs> like how, do you, how do you guys like the new yeah. uh, intros that I gave you guys? Fucking nice. <laughs> Puerto Rico I like Watts used to literally be my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> I know your uh, ID picture was Port, uh, Reggie of Watts. Reggie Watts until you made That was one of the <laughs> funniest things to, like, it wasn't him. It was someone else. Nah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody noticed for like six months. It was the best time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I've also, if I straighten my hair, I get Puerto Rican Keanu Reeves. So I just gotta find an appropriate <laughs> hairstyle to fit any celebrity and just make a Puerto Rican cosplay of them. <laughs> my yeah. week's been good though. I've been playing the shit out of Cyberpunk 2077. Look uh, at my man drinking a Modelo in here. <laughs> oh yeah, <it's> oops. <laughs> <laughs> oops. Um, oh, I'm Puerto Rican white. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I I've just been playing a shitload of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, my girlfriend started streaming it too, and she fucking loves it. So we've been having a great time with Cyberpunk. Um, that's kind of all that I've been up to, like Cyberpunk, and then reading up on all the shit that uh, we're gonna talk about today, and kicking mm-hmm. Crockett's ass and Dragonball Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, have you played uh, Star Wars or Republic? I might download that later. Old Republic, yeah, I played it. Good. It's all right. I mean, right. it could be better, but I mean, it's it's good enough for a Star Wars MMO. That's yeah, all you're gonna get for a Star Wars MMO. Apparently, it's like free to play and also subscription based, right? You can choose what you want. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you can you can pretty much do everything. For free, you don't really okay. have to pay for it. I might look into how that. Old, wait, hold, how old is that game? Like this one came out three sixty like years. It's like ten yeah. years old. You think about cultural service like um, like yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen, something like that. Oh, yeah, it's okay. like uh, RuneScape's got one too. I didn't you know they had like a live service kind of like Fortnite and stuff. I didn't know. I'm like, how old is? Well, this I mean. Game? Well, I mean, they still do like updates, like monthly updates and stuff. But there's like certain areas and certain. Uh, items that you that are like past that are like behind the paywall because like old republic that's the one like everyone plays right that's like the main one that's the only star wars mmo or well now Couture. yeah <laughs> yeah Couture. Knights Couture. of the Old republic Knights of the, the republic the... is a game not an mmo it's oh, i thought, it, I thought it was an mmo no it's a single player game I Panda has been trying to get me to play fucking the Old Republic for like six days now, and I might just have to give in too. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. I just yeah, my just my computer has an issue with it right now. I gotta figure something out, or once I get a new PC, I'll probably try it out again. But as of right now, I haven't haven't been playing it. That makes sense. I've been playing the old school Kotor. The old Kotor. I never I've never played any of the old Star Wars games. Uh, I started with the Force Unleashed. Never played better for this. And those are good uh, too. No, I played it after I played the the fucking Force Unleashed and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the the EA Battlefront, like the first Battlefront that came out, and that was pretty good. Too bad it was EA behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it I'm talking about yeah. the classic ones, the classic Battlefront games. You never play those? 
No, I played those yeah. like very late on, very, very much after they came out. It's when I played okay. them. Mm-hmm. And they were mm-hmm. fucking good. I loved running yeah. around Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I'm on the hell out of mine now. Yeah. Fuck, solid. <clears throat> mm. What's, so, what's Crockett up to, Jordan? Yeah, what you been up to, Crockett? Uh, not much. Just uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, and then I've been getting back into trying to get back into fighters, learning combos and shit to keep up with Brian, Panda, and Devin. <laughs> which I'm trying to get the cult a little bit more, uh, a little bit more space here because I'm trying to get Tay to come on board and trying to. Just I'm waiting for waiting for December second. That's when the holiday sales for Steam happens. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it affects fighters. Because I don't want to pay six dollars for fighters. Uh, Ninja Storm Four and all of its DLC is sixty bucks on Steam right now. Fifty bucks. That's too much. I, yeah. I, if, it. It, if it drops down to twenty, which yeah. it might during December, I will. Call I it. bought. I just bought all of the Ninja Storms, like from the first one to the fucking fourth one for sixty. Bucks. Okay. Oh, that's not bad for sixty dollars. It is the yeah. entire franchise. It's, yeah, it's four it's games, five games, right? All DLC for it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. Um, so I'm gonna get into that. I played it, and the animation from CyberConnect is like, mm, they're always been great with boss battles, yeah. and epics and stuff. Is Kakarot like that too? Isn't it developed by them? Yeah, Kakarot. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is developed by them. I thought they just did the cutscene for some reason, but it's fucking great. Yeah. What have you guys Jordan? been watching? You guys have been watching anything new? Uh, Mando. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> I, watching Digimon uh, too. I've actually. been watching. Yeah. So I've never watched. I've actually been weirdly getting into like reality shows lately. What? Um, so kind of. Yeah. So I've been. Reality show? <laughs> I've been rewatching Ink Master, um, oh, and then Ink I also Master's started fun. watching uh, Forged. Ink Master is really good. I like Ink Master. But I've also been watching Forged and Fire, which is actually pretty damn good. That's a new Netflix show, right? Um, yeah, it's the like blacksmithing competition. It's actually oh, pretty yeah. fun. It's actually pretty yeah. interesting. That's a Netflix show. I want to get into. Um, it's called. And it was like it's like Earth, but it's for aliens. Like a hypothetical, like if aliens exist in different planets and they do oh, I know what you're talking about. Them. Oh yeah, they did, a show, too. they did a show similar to that a couple years ago. They did with like with like Stephen Hawking, I believe. It was like a yeah. uh, a History Channel special or something. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same thing. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, I I just watched. I'm thinking of ending things. The Charlie Kaufman film recently. What a fucking exhausting movie to watch. <laughs> what movie? Right, who's, Char- who's Charlie Kaufman? He did Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, and then he did uh, Great movie. Bill Malkovich. He also did Adaptation with Nicolas Cage. Um, he so writes a, a lot about like sad. No, it's a lot of movies that make you. Being Mo- John Malkovich is fucking hilarious. John Malkovich uh, is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he writes a lot about like just not being himself. Like he really hates who he is. Mm. Uh, so he just writes about being other people and it's, it's some of his movies are fucking great but I'm thinking of ending things was as good as it was exhausting to watch it was like I walked out of that movie feeling like I ran a mile <laughs> this is fucking awful that was like watching Uncut Gems like that was, <laughs> it's like, it was like you in that movie the puddle of sweat you're like Jesus movie stressful since the first five minutes you're like everyone in a panic attack like just talk and stop talking over each other Jesus Christ it's All a great the fucking movie, close-ups though. too. The fucking like shaky yeah. ass fucking cameras like right here. He's like, Ugh. yeah, dude. Is, did anyone else like? Colin, have you seen it too? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, you gotta watch Uncut Gems. But 
Dude, it's so, like, that closet scene is so fucking funny to me where he's, like, texting and they're looking. Like, well, she's right there on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a creep. Oh, man, that's, yeah. like, my favorite scene of that movie. Uh, before yeah. we get kind of get stuck into um, the topic here today, I just want to say Colin might be the angriest person I know. Because <laughs> me, me and Colin stream Left 4 Dead, and Colin got so pissed off at that fucking game, dude. It was that was getting, yeah, I was me. getting very mad at that. Game. I was, I was like, it was, I was playing Left 4 Dead, and I was getting Left 4 Dead because Colin rage quitched on me in the middle. Bro, of no. First off, we haven't even started yet. My game crashed twice on me, so I couldn't even get in the game. First of all, and then my game was so laggy. I was literally emptying entire clips into zombies and they weren't fucking dying. And then when the game finally caught up, I was like down and like had no health. And I was like, fuck this game. That was so Kind of sounds familiar. (laughs) Sounds familiar to my experience with a certain game that makes me so angry. Oh, God. Yeah. Boy, I uh, want to make a suggestion on the show right now that we have Colin have his own uh, show called Colin's Corner where he just fucking lets (laughs) rip on a game, bro. There are some games I despise, bro. There are some games I really hate. Colin has that fucking hate in his heart. And then he hates like 60. You hate the the 60 frame argument? (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Let me talk about that. Aren't you playing at 60 frames? No? I can do a new video on my fucking my um do I what? Don't you, is it Left 4 Dead on your PC should be 60 frames now? Hello? Uh, I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> yeah, I see, God, that's what I meant to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, it's not 60. Alright, let's whatever. Let's get into what? it. <laughs> we'll, t- guys, we'll talk about that later. Let's, let's set sail on this bitch. Come on now. Alright, December 10th. Guys, Walt Disney Company you don't this? have to read all of it. Just, just <laughs> all right. So just we got D twenty three. So we got a buttload. Read it they, word for word, Jordan. I will. Jeez, you know I can't word for, read. Word for word. Uh, they busted a fat, a fatty on us with a ton <laughs> of shows, bro. Like they put. Damn, dude, we getting so much content. We, I'm, I'm stuffed, boys. I'm, I'm definitely hitting yeah. that two thirty weight. So we mm-hmm. got one. Getting our Christmas gifts early. We got one division. Uh, release date uh, January fifteenth. We got Falcon and the Winter Soldier March twenty one twenty one. Yeah, twenty one twenty one. March twenty. <laughs> we get Loki, Hawkeye, Marvel's What If, uh, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Moon Knight. Uh, am I missing anything here? Uh, Armor uh, Wars, Secret yeah. Invasion, Ironheart. God damn. Uh, I know. Ant Man. Uh, Quantumanium. All right, Doctor Strange Quantum. multi Quantum Mania Madness, and that would also uh, tie in with One Division. I forgot to add too. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and I Am Group show. Oh yeah, and then also a uh, motherfucking Fantastic Four film was announced as well. Oh, it's in a boy. it's in a video thing. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for another Fantastic Four to do awful again. <laughs> I know. I saw your tweet. <laughs> Why are we? Can't- why do we keep trying with this series? Let's let's go down the list. Have... Just go down the list. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, yeah. all right, we, so we got a trailer for One Division. I uh, guys, so um, I'll, let's start with who should we start oh. with? Brian, okay, give... let's go ahead and start with you. Oh, start with me. Okay, uh, <laughs> I am. So I am the most cynical piece of shit when it comes to Marvel content. I have good. for the last two years. I fucking hated Marvel movies. I've had not a good time with them. 
But now after this like fucking announcement, I'm like actually really excited for phase five of like the Marvel shows. Uh, or like slate five of whatever's going on with Marvel right now. I'm really fucking mm-hmm. hyped. The trailer for WandaVision was one of the most interesting takes on a superhero thing that I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. It looks so much fucking fun to like explore all of this weird genres and like single camera sitcoms and I love Lucy mm-hmm. reference that they threw in there. And then and I can tell I can tell that there is something happening behind the scenes at Marvel right now where they're playing with reality and like the expectations of genre and sort of having this meta commentary about like we are writing about superheroes, but we're also bending re- reality around them so much that it feels like they're in a TV show and we're watching them through the TV. And I'm just kind of hyped mm-hmm. about like that that just makes that one division is going to have. Because uh, that looks like a very... I, I don't want to say the word experimental, but in comparison to everything else that Marvel has been doing, one division feels like a good jump into like trying out some new shit. Instead of giving us explosions and everything, we get this really sort of intimate psychological horror uh with reality that's happening with division and wanda and it's uh, i'm fucking excited uh it, it, it feels like a very sixth sense kind of film um where like the people don't know that they're in the horror that they're in and yeah there's some sort of like overhanging dread it seems the whole time mm-hmm. or something uh tay what do i mean what's your take on this brother uh pretty similar to brian other than i didn't hate the marvel movies or whatever <laughs> but his what he said is uh basically true um people had to call him to you kind of cookie cutter content and one division kind of test noted that is something completely different is mm-hmm. really it's not i guess we call it psychological horror because it's really weird it's a trippy i think it's based off the one the vision comic that came a few years ago which is sim- similar yeah. to this okay. and uh I, I know i'm getting involved with that wasn't and, that tom uh, king yeah he the one that did uh yeah. The book you like um uh mr miracle miracle mr miracle yeah yeah um yeah because it looks it looks weird uh, i wonder because you know if you guys didn't know um this movie touch wanda is uh and doctor strange too mm-hmm. and um i wonder how this is gonna end with that how it's gonna lead to that or she's also well mutants are coming so are they gonna play with that introduce some mutant uh, uh something something it had to be it can be small large i'm not expecting anything huge but i could look at a little reference or something but that's uh, why we i'm know? so excited about sorry that's why i'm so excited about wandavision is because it ties into doctor strange right. and yeah. if wandavision is playing with reality so much what kind of cosmic threat or reality bending baddie are we going to be dealing with when it comes around to doctor strange and like the, the three spider-man um yeah. showing up it just opens up a lot of possibilities that i'm like personally really psyched about and that's what I was going to say, um, and this leads to every show on the list. Uh, but I'm just going to throw it like, uh, like I tweeted out the other day, like, I think I said this on the podcast too, like, while these shows are exciting for like, um, I guess MCU fans, Marvel fans, but I, th- I have a fear that the general audience um, may be confused with the movies now because yeah. Disney is putting their foot on the ground and like saying, you got to watch these shows to understand some elements in the movies. Right. So I hope uh, I have a. I don't. I can't explain it really. I just hope it doesn't have a big impact on some of those viewers. I actually, like, I actually don't think it will. And I'm going to touch on this when we talk about some of the other content. But I don't think yeah. it will have a huge impact because of the way that these shows are rolling out. Um, okay. I think that there's some of the shows are going to bridge that gap really easily for other viewers. 
Mm-hmm. I also think more with uh, Disney Plus right now, their flagship show seems to be Mando. So I think people are definitely eager for new content. So I definitely think for right now, people are going to jump on those shows whenever they launch or whenever they release and stuff. Aren't they at like 80 million subs now? If I'm not mistaken, they didn't outside or something. Yeah, I think so. So Ooh, something around they jumped up and then, and then plus they're expanding now to other countries and different platforms and stuff. Yeah. Mandalorian single-handedly mm. saved Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It's the only it's thing thing up there. I mean, I mean it's what got time. people to sign up. I mean, for, yeah, I mean, for the longest time they didn't have any other show other than the, the I mean, other than nostalgia, which only lasts for like a couple of months. I mean, Mando was mm-hmm. the only. I mean, the, for me, wise was the only thing pulling me to Disney Plus that and like The Simpsons. But yeah. uh, Colin, what do you thought about the? What do you think about the trailer? So I'm gonna be honest. I didn't see the the brand new trailer. Um, but from what I've seen of WandaVision, I've been really interested in it. I just think it's a completely different take. Um, I'm kind of a little bit in Brian's boat about, you know, I'm a little bit cynical and critical of Marvel. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of movies that I don't like from them. Um, but at the same time, I'm really interested just to see what happens, what they do with this. Um, because of, uh, the one camera sitcom setup that they've got in some parts and how it's supposed to be jumping through dimensions or jumping through different times and uh, decades and stuff like that. I'm just, I don't know. It seems also um, very reminiscent of not back to the future, but um, what was that movie? Uh, Pleasantville. Did you guys ever see that movie? Pleasantville? I don't think so. Um, It reminds me of that. uh, I think it used to be a TV show, but it's an old movie. They made a movie with Tobey Maguire and somebody else, but it's, they get sucked into um, an old 1950s TV sitcom and they're like kind of stuck in there and they got to figure their way back out to the real world. It kind of gives me that vibe some way. Nice. Kind of like a Black Mirror-ish kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Give me yeah. that, you know? I also have the mm-hmm. vibe of it. It gives me the vibe of uh, the the Truman Show, the film The Truman Show. Uh, yeah, that too. I can see that there's a lot of... I, I am so excited because it, it's borrowing from so many instances of pop culture that, mm-hmm. you know, at least like half of the episodes are going to be really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Because like like town periods, go ahead, call them. Mm-hmm. And I, have, I had a couple of theories too, mm-hmm. like um, because I know that uh, Wanda is a little bit um insecure, like about her like abilities, about her life and stuff. Um, so I'm curious if this like sitcom situation is like a pocket dimension for those two to have the perfect life, or is it possible that they're in a way being held captive or being watched by a bigger villain or something? I think it's more of a pocket dimension she's creating. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what I get because she wants like yeah. she just wants to be away. Like, because I mean, even in Endgame and Infinity War, you know, they wanted to be together. They just wanted to be alone together, and she can't accept that either. Yeah, she's yeah. going crazy in her mind. Yeah, bro, that's a big puss. Cracker, <laughs> <laughs> what you yeah, thinking I about One Division? I think I'm. I thought out of like all the trailers that I saw, I think um, this and uh, Loki were probably like my favorites out of what I saw. Um mm-hmm. but we'll get a look here. Uh mm-hmm. I like the um as long as this has like an overhead dread uh with it. As long as it has that I want I want a horror esque like I feel like they could do a lot of stuff and then tying in with like uh, Doctor Strange with the um, universe of madness and stuff. I think this would be they could do a lot of stuff. They could do a lot of crazy creepy stuff with um the show. But it seems like maybe they're going to do a, like, I don't know if they'll do a lot of like sitcom comedy, but they might do like at first kind of do like half part of it like sitcom, 
but then there's like this overhanging cosmic uh horror coming yeah um that they're like they're like because like it seemed like in the trailer that like we're doing a comedy and then there's like it's like reality's kind of falling apart like holes are getting poked through and then because there's that one part in the trailer where she's like like who i don't who are you and she and then this other girl was like i don't know and then it looked like it took like a serious turn real quickly and i'm kind of excited for that like i want something i want to see something very jarring happen or something which me too me too that's what that's what i'm most excited about i want to see reality fall apart for these characters and then mm-hmm. seeing that's where the that's where the the psychological horror comes in, um, yeah. in like mm-hmm. the Truman Show. I, I I bet that we're gonna get like a couple of episodes that are like very standard into whatever genre they're mimicking, and then it's just gonna keep collapsing into like the Marvel universe, like standard that we know. Yeah. Probably uh, progressively getting like you know more and more darker and more scary for them. Yeah. What were you gonna say? That Tom? black that black girl she was talking to at the door. That's uh. The young girl from uh, Captain Marvel Two, Duck's uh, Spectrum. She, um, I know her from the Ultimate Comics. She's right. a superhero herself too, and she's also in Captain Marvel Two. Nice. So, yeah. So that's what a note there. I I think yeah. One Division is going to be the strongest of the entries out of everything that we've seen. Uh, maybe just like fighting with Loki on on like that genre. Uh, yeah. But I'm very Loki's, excited. Let's talk about Loki. Loki. Uh, <laughs> you gonna switch over to Loki? We can talk yeah. about Loki. Yeah, let's talk about Loki. For me for personally, look, I've never been a Loki fan, even in yeah. MCU. And this show, I have no idea what was happening. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, be honest su- with I'm you. super. I'm super excited for Loki. It's probably the yeah. one I'm most excited uh, for. Excited for. Um. Yeah, it just it's more Loki for those fans. That's all I can say for it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here's, here's uh, the. Here's the reason why I'm excited about Lucky Take because I know that you're saying that it's like more Loki for like those fans, but yeah. it has the same appeal that One Division has. Loki is going to be playing with the procedural television format, so we see, you know, it's okay. So let, let me reality bending ideas like John, like Loki is lipping through genres. We see him in like a spy outfit. We see him in like a Constantine style outfit. We see him in like a like a prison captive outfit which is yeah. going to be like the narrative timeline so what i'm thinking is that loki and one division are going to be on the same plane where they're accessing different genres of tv and loki is going to be that more formulaic sort of supernatural monster of the week episode format mm-hmm. uh and i am excited okay. about that because tom hiddleston is a fantastic actor and i want to oh yeah he is the, yeah i want to see him shine as the leading man and i think that i don't know man did you see him yeah. in kong that's coming. That's the right son. Is that Peter you Jackson? Yeah, blame the writers film? on that, man. Yeah, it's is that the Peter writers. Jackson film? No, this is the no, Godzilla Universe. No, the, what is oh, his Skull name? Island. His name Jordan something. Jordan. The Metal Gear guy. Is he making Metal Gear? Yeah, he's making Metal yeah. Gear. Metal Gear. Don't worry about it. Continue. Yeah, Just yeah, continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I am expecting, I'm expecting Loki and One Division to be my favorites because they are going to be meta commentary on what we know is television uh what these superheroes are doing in their respective genres and then considering that doctor strange 2 is going to involve like different realities uh again having tv show that ties into the strength of directors that are undoubtedly like film buffs and like admire Mm -hmm. telling stories in different genres what can you do with with a tv show like loki like every show every episode could be theoretically directed by a different director that does a different genre and then you can have a really really unique mix of 
ref like like borrowing from different TV genres, mm-hmm. and TV formulas, and see how these superheroes work within those. And I am very excited for that. So, so I do I do want to say about Loki that uh, there was one scene in the trailer <laughs> of him as just up as he was DB Cooper. Um, yeah. And so you had to Google that when you commented that. By the way, I think that um, <laughs> you're talking. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So you're you're talking. You're referring to the man who jumped out of the plane with a briefcase, right? Yeah, with, with the briefcase yeah. full of money. I thought that was clever. So fucking clever. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say, like, when I saw that, it took me back to a couple movies. Transformers did that. With the whole reason we went to the moon was to uh, get the transformer technology and stuff. They did it with uh, X Men First Class, where the Cuban Missile Crisis was actually uh, the mutants, mutants and stuff. Um, And then that they, I think they continued that in Days of Futures Past with the JFK assassination was attempted Mm -hmm. by a mutant or something. Um, But I think that they're taking that like almost like uh, historical fiction. Um, So the the idea that DB Cooper was Loki the whole time, I wonder (laughs) if they're gonna do more stuff like that where Loki has been popping up throughout history and we just don't know it. Right. He's a yeah, he, I think he's going through time cuz he's a president in one of these uh, which is straight from the comics by the way that costume and that scene was from a comic he looked just like it but he's oh, a where president. He's, in this, where he's got the yeah. suit and his horns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. Tay, I want to ask you what is the TVA? Can you shine no some idea. light on? Oh, so this no is a completely new. Yeah. No, no, that's a, that's a thing, but I just don't know about him. Oh, okay. It's, it's a comic. I just don't know about him at all. I'm assuming know. TVA is like kind of like the Watchers, in which like maybe realities like uh, culminate between each other and stuff. They're, the they're like time, time cops, or so. Yeah, they're yeah, the like, time variance authority. Yeah, okay. like time cops. So we're gonna yeah, I don't know nothing about them. Time cops, like kind of like from regular show, <laughs> 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 or, from, or from Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Uh, well, oh like, yeah, the Xeno people. What do you call yeah. that? I forgot what's called. I'm fucking yeah, the, the time guys or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be. I think that actually what Colin said is gonna be a lot more accurate than what I was saying. I think it is going to be playing with genre, but I think it's gonna be doing it through like alternate history timelines, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is super dope. interesting. Yeah, especially for a character like Loki, and especially for Owen Wilson. Like, what the fuck is Owen Wilson? Oh like? yeah, that's right. He is in a yeah, dude. Owen Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot about that. I just want to say that, like, I'm, I'm not wow. like a Loki fan. I really don't really care for that character. I don't really care for Tom Hiddleston, to be honest. Right. But the this seems like a huge budget show, and I want to like kind of turn back to Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian has like the budget of a full blown movie, essentially in every episode. Right. Uh, I, I, I want to say like Game of Thrones really kind of started that trend of like giving these huge budgets to the for an episode, which is great because like I, I'm totally here for that because you get like yeah. twelve movies. Uh, mm. It and, and I don't want to differentiate into too much, but uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier also seems like it's going to have a huge Marvel budget per yep. episode, but. Um, I'm not a huge uh, Tom Middleton fan, but I think Loki might be the most promising show that we've got we have seen from D23 because it's going to do store um it's going to do like fictional like uh, science fiction on historical events. Right. Um we're going to see a lot of like genre change up so like like what we're seeing with WandaVision. Mhm. Um and oh, I mean overall I'm just, I'm pretty excited cuz it, we're it's going to be big budget too so we're going to get some really like nice effects and we're going to see some probably some good shit so and it seemed like it was con- it's going to cross over 
it seems like we're getting hints of like a lot of crossovers. I don't know if you guys noticed this from the trailer, but Black Widow shows up in one of the in the trailer after she I guess she died. It yeah, looks like her, city. but we don't know who that is. I'm assuming. Yeah, and that's no completely. Idea who it is. I mean, it could be a, a gag. Yeah. We don't know, but yeah. Well, judging by the fact uh, that it seems we're like a lot of the time. movie uh, is uh, Loki's going to have like a lot of movie influence because yeah. he he is coming straight out of uh, Infinity War or not that's Infinity true. War, Endgame. but Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my, is, I think my, uh, I think it's gonna be too much Loki, too much of something. I think it's gonna. I'm afraid the show's gonna be that. Things gonna like, like lean into um, too much of that character. Yeah, too much. That, char- that I, character can you know. be very overbearing. In he has way. a presence in the movies, but too much of that is like I don't want to. Yeah. I'm gonna watch is, it because MCU is, but yeah, you can go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I was just gonna say that, that that's why I'm interested in it because he's such an yeah. overbearing presence in the films. I kind of want to see how they handle him. Mm-hmm. Um, they I, might get, I mean, we might see a lot of depth out of the character. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll probably see a lot of highs and lows for him. Um, Crockett, you yeah. mentioned, I'm going to jump around to the Falcon and Winter Soldier um, because yeah. you mentioned how that's going to have a really big budget as well. Uh, and so, first of all, a fun fact the Mandalorian has a $12.5 million budget per episode. Woo! Um, <laughs> fucking massive shows. It's $100 million. Baddie. For a well, season, an episode of Family Guy is, is around ten million dollars as well. Yeah, yeah but that's because everybody. Why? <laughs> Hold that's on, wait, 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 stop the podcast, stop the podcast. Why? That's because Actors. everybody that's acting in it wants to get paid like a like a ten million dollar like. Jesus. Million dollar Either that, plus I believe they have to pay people out for the jokes they make too. Yeah, I will licensing uh, references. Too, yeah. Um. So yeah, so Mandalorian definitely has a big ass budget, and what I am seeing with like fucking Winter Soldier, it. I'm not excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I am hyped. (laughs) (laughs) I am hyped. That's my most anticipated MCU show. It's going to be. Yeah. And I can see why. Because it's going to be like a really like an interesting buddy cop dynamic between like Sebastian and and fucking. They had great chemistry. Yeah, uh, they do have great chemistry. And it's going to be a great buddy cop like action, like more of what we get in the movies, but like episodic. And mm-hmm. with a really cool character dynamic. So it's going to be fucking fantastic. And I think that this show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, is going to be the thing that really ties in together shows like WandaVision and then people that are watching the MCU movies. They're going to want to bridge into the Falcon and Winter Soldier and then get caught up with the rest of the shows. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that's what Disney's capitalizing on. Um, I do worry some things because TV shows are getting sort of like, I mean, we're talking about $12.5 million budgets. Uh, so TV shows are getting to the point where they're, ca- they're kind of catching up with cinema. Uh, so me personally, I'm worried about the implications that that's going to have on the, the theater structure. Like when a show like Falcon and Winter Soldier makes it. Um, it's go ahead. Uh, funny you mention it because the way I don't know where I saw this from, but the win- Falcon and Winter Soldier is, like you said, um, it, it feels like a six like a six hour movie. The way right. it's shot and how it's produce it feels like an extended version of the movies complete yeah. it, like not saying the other ones aren't like that but this one feels more like the movies in terms it of how it is but it, longer yeah stylistically they yeah. went for the same look as the films uh yeah which is really good to tie in those people that are scatterers or not from disney plus to like get in and watch yeah. the show because it's such a familiar experience for them and then they're probably yeah. going to get tied into hawkeye and then once hawkeye they're going to get tied into loki and then they're going to be more willing to watch some of the stuff like one division, which is going to have a slower burn. 
so I I can see why. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I can see why. Uh, I'm seeing like you just pure your least favorite because it's it's the same MCU stuff you got in the past. Right. Yeah. And I it's gonna be familiar. That, yeah. And I'm really excited to see it because I like that kind of action. I just I'm really hoping that it doesn't become the bread and butter and shows like one yeah, okay. vision uh, are the ones that like really get the opportunity to to shine through. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's I mean it's fucking in terms of like being a smart move like getting shows like Falcon and Winter Soldier in to give the viewer something that's not such a slow one experience like Jessica Jones or Daredevil or Luke Cage something to tie them over until the next big cinematic release I mean that's a huge huge move into bringing people back into your streaming platform um, after they're done with uh, the Mandalorian yeah, or whatever they definitely need those life preserver yeah like they needed content, and they busted the fattest nut for us. <laughs> they did. I know you're joking, but Jesus Christ, Disney just came out that yeah. day. And they, I'm they just talking about Marvel today. Because, right? I mean, yeah, like, they yeah, had we to... talked about Yeah, we talked about Star Wars last week. Yeah. They yeah. did that, too, so. It's fucking crazy. Are they doing... Are they, wait, are they doing any Star Wars short shows? They're yeah, doing, a lot of them. Doing like Jordan, were you even here last week, bro? I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listened to the podcast, uh, and I wasn't here. Jesus. <laughs> Jordan, you're mm. muted. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> the Disney Plus looks amazing next year. I can't, again, yeah. Colin is the angriest person I know. <laughs> uh, um, uh, that being said, I'm really excited about the Falcon and Winter Soldier for what it is. Uh, I'm excited about seeing smaller stories. Like, let's talk about Hawkeye. Uh, do any does anyone here give a shit about Hawkeye? I no. don't care. No. <laughs> uh, it's based off of it's based off of really. Uh, Hey, stop uh, acting like you care. You don't. No, like well, I like Kate Bishop, but it's like it's a it's a famous comic that came out a few years ago. People really praise. Okay. So I, mean, I never read a comic, but I know Kate Bishop. I'm cool to see her in MCU. Yeah. But it's not like my high stuff. Like, oh, I can't, can't wait to watch it. Watch it. Mm-hmm. But it's I'm gonna give it a shot. It's definitely it's gonna cool be like, probably one of the weakest. Yeah. That, and yeah, that, and it's uh I think it's more setting up Kate Bishop for the Young Avengers movie whenever that coming that comes. Yeah. So that she's gonna be sense. part of the Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, I I like it because I want the MCU to tell smaller stories. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like I really like the big stories, but I want to see something with like like smaller superheroes. Like Hawkeye doesn't got shit going on except that he's a really good shot. Let's see what they do with him. What does he do? Hawkeye's cool, there? but he sucks in MCU kind of. He's cool in the comics. Yeah. In okay. the comics, he's fantastic, yeah. but in the movies, he's just kind yeah. of bland. He's just like there. That, yeah. Do you like uh, what is his name? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jim Renner. He's apparently a huge like asshole. To other people, really, he's a fantastic actor and he works, but he's like, he's got some, he's got some drama with some other people in the industry. Uh, Haley, the girl, she's a fantastic actor. Haley um, Stanfield she was in Bumblebee. Yeah, looks, she's awesome. Yeah, she looks out of place in this role for me. Because really, I, she's just like her. I think she's just perfect for her, perfect casting. Well, I, I think I think I know Haley Stanfield from all of her other movies, so she might be a little typecast mm-hmm. for me. And I think that it's going to take me some getting used to because she looks out of place in the costume. Um, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I'm excited because I know that she's she's got some fucking acting skills. She's really good. I know before we move on, but yeah. uh, isn't it just interesting how they got these actors in these kind of TV shows? Yeah. Like, this is a Marvel TV shows. It ain't like that's well, probably the, the contracts got him by the balls. That's probably why. Probably, yeah, yeah, but it just there's something something slave over here. Like. Yeah, really. something special about this though, having these MCU shows. Yeah, and then when they die, they're still gonna use their likeness. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's hilarious. 
that's something later we gotta talk about but yeah. what's oh. the next on the list yeah uh i mean uh. like yeah i mean anthony mackie and uh what's it sebastian stan they're like best friends forever in real life <laughs> those are like some pretty yeah. big pretty big actors uh, I mean, we're also getting, um, I don't know if this, uh, so Hawkeye is definitely going to be weak, but I, are you guys excited for this Marvel's What If? I, I think I am, I am. so I, fucking ready for Marvel's What If. So I'm not, I'm not excited for the animation because I don't know how I feel about the anime, but it's, I wonder, was, I, they, we only saw the one little episode, I'm assuming. I'm curious if they'll do different anime, animation styles for different episodes. That would actually be a good idea. That would be a great idea if they did animate di- way different animation styles, kind of like Love, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm. If they did that for yeah. each episode, then that would be amazing. Yeah. If it's like 3D animation like that, how I saw in the trailer, I think it'd be, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to hit right. It's a I think great it's a something... idea. If this was live action, amazing. I disagree. I absolutely disagree. What? Okay, okay. If, Good. If, I'll if, let, devil's advocate. Let's, yeah, if, all right, this Brian, live, if, if What Ifs was live action, it would be garbage. It would, it would restrictions it, to it yeah it would be okay yeah. but the logistics of putting so many of those well-known characters into the scenarios that what if demands them to be put into um would just make the logistics of shooting that a nightmare and the show would not they would not be able to explore as many of the things that they're exploring uh in what Plus if. A, Go ahead. it's episodic too yeah by the way so it's also yeah. like anthological in nature so like eh. yeah that's what um, it is yeah um so I am really excited for the... I like the animation style. And even if they do different animation styles, it's still going to hit. But if they stay with the same animation style, I'm actually really okay. Uh, because that would be the one consistent bridge between all of the anthologies. And like would really give the show some visual consistency. Uh, so that the confusion of like, wait, what am I looking at? It's like not as abrupt. Um, but like the idea of a black panther guardians of the galaxy like a black panther Star crossover Lord. yeah sounds fantastic zombie captain america sounds really fucking cool um, marvel zombies for the people yeah that yeah. was like it just opens up again this idea of like realities merging and i think that the animation medium is perfect for what if scenarios because you can go fucking ham yeah, and not really have to worry about the logistics of shooting it and like making it yeah it real. seems like we're getting a a watcher a uh, watcher is going like our, kind of like our guide through the, the series. Yeah, multiverse. We'll go from, and I'm assuming it's going to be like a monster of the week, as in a sense yeah. of we go Just to this character. Stuff. This is the problem that they're faced with, and right. this is how they're going to deal with it. And then you kind of kind of see how the world gets turned flipped upside down. Yeah. What I like about it is you don't have to watch it. It's just something there. Right. They're all episodic yeah. stories. And you know. in my opinion, yeah. the what if stories are always the most fascinating part about Marvel culture. Um, but like you have to really be invested in the comics to be able to like experience them. And I am so not into the comics that like jumping in is intimidating. So for people like me, this is a great accessible way to explore those what if stories. It's yeah. really cool. I really like Call. it. And I, I'm sorry. I just don't agree that it, it should like the animation is going to hurt it. I think the animation is going to help it more than anything. Yeah. Colin, what you think? Of what if? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it. Because um, you're like a you and Tay are like our comic, our, our resident comic book. Producer, <laughs> right? I want I, I, I want to hear you guys' take on this. It's what if it tells you there, just oh, yeah. what if stories. That's I don't it. know. Is it there would like be a interesting. What if comic book series. Yeah, it used to yeah. be, I believe. 
Yeah, back in the 70s mm. and 80s. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm interested in it. I mean, I would like them to change up the animation style. It did look a little stale to me. Okay, and so then we, you on, we uh, did, we're playing on the same team here. We didn't. We only saw the first episode, and I mean, honestly, I gotta say about Agent Carter being Captain America. Honestly, gotta say, I don't care. So <laughs> Captain Britain, being, I got a reference. It, being an, it yeah. being an episodic show, I could skip an episode if I don't want to watch it, bro. Exactly. I don't have That's to watch saying. the first episode. Yeah, you don't actually have to watch this in general. It's just cool content. Look at. But I'm interested to see because yeah. um. I'm assuming they're going to take, uh, like, what-if scenarios from the MCU. Uh, so we'll see, like, of course, uh, Agent Carter's Captain America, you know, maybe we'll see, like, what if it, what if it was, what if Thanos didn't invade Earth? And what if it wasn't, uh, what if it was somebody else that got bitten by the spider and not Peter and stuff like that? We'll probably see a bunch yeah. of crazy stuff. They're going to do, like, Tom Cruise's Iron Man because he was originally the person to be cast as Iron Man. They're going to do, like, actor kind of at their kind of like multiverse kind of thing yeah you think they would do, yeah. do like i don't know i i because i mean it's or what if it was that uh, knowledgeable is that tom tom cruise got casted as <laughs> instead of uh i mean it's like a multiverse well i don't know how it affect tony's character he just looks yeah. different let's call him somebody make him tom cruise as iron man yeah. <laughs> that can <laughs> be a thing tom literally tom cruise yeah. instead of like yeah. instead of being tony's car literally tom cruise as iron man tom cruise Mm. Iron Man. Yeah. I'm also thinking of what if Black Panther was the billionaire and he became Iron Man. That's what I'm thinking. That about. sounds cool. There is yeah. the 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 reason I'm excited about Marvel's what if is just because like any anthological what if feature is like literally any combination of things are possible. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, which is, which is super possible. exciting. It's super exciting for me because I'm like, dude, I just get to see cool shit like explode and not have to be invested in a 15 year old story. Like fucking yes, please. Yeah, and they could kill. I mean, they could do a lot with that because they could kill off characters and do a lot of stuff where it yeah, does, it no doesn't matter. Uh, next week, either we're gonna go right into another universe or something. Which also, I think that this is possibly could cross over with WandaVision. I mean, if we're it's a it's a watcher, the watchers can move through any type of universe. So we could go into we could have crossovers with WandaVision, Loki, and it seems that it's like the almost like the overall theme kind of how we're getting. Yeah, we're getting these like the watcher just observes; he doesn't interact. Right, that's but we're getting these like yeah. crazy dimensional themed uh, series. Which yeah. is which makes sense. I mean, how are you going to move from like reality altering fucking Thanos? Like you have to keep going on that train, like that cosmic threat. And, and then even with uh, with Doctor Strange, with the uh, you know, mad they put an emphasis on yeah. They put an, this with, entire lineup is multi like multiverse themed or whatever yeah. reality themed. And that seems like what we're moving into. We're moving into a cosmic. Uh, stage for uh, marvel the next generation is going to be all cosmic because yeah. uh with spider-man uh, like spider-man we're going we're probably getting spider-verse <sighs> i'm gonna say because i didn't put my input in last week but i said it for the end of the podcast let me let me just get let me get my boy silver surfer please let me get him he's coming hey, definitely we probably will get silver yeah. surfer i want God. silver surfer back dude he's yes my boy if we yeah, get, get him back boy in there in the fantastic it should have been, been him that crashed through dr strange's house dog i believe yeah. that would have been the perfect way to introduce him cold call oh right God. there boom <laughs> oh there's silver yeah. surfer just fucking randomly dude wait so who i think it would have been into, who crashed into stranger's house hulk. it was hulk oh hulk. Hulk. yeah in the og dude. comic it was silver <laughs> surfer that makes but sense. yeah yeah 
Um, okay, so before we let's uh, let's move on to like the next bit of casting news that we got for the sages. Uh, Tay, run me through some of those casting decisions. The decisions. Uh, she hulk She's been confirmed to be the uh, Jennifer Walters. Her character be confirmed mm-hmm. to be played by uh, Tatiana Maslany. I'm saying that right? Tatiana Maslany. You know her, Brian? I don't. I, I know nothing about don't. actors and directors. So let me look her up. Yeah. So so apparently, sad. So I thought, she was like decl- like declining that she was that character for like a month or two. Uh, but it was confirmed that she was her. For some reason, she kept declining it. That's, she probably had but, to, dude. Yeah. Like, Kevin Disney, Feige. Disney had a fucking gun to her head. Yeah. She's from Orphan Black, she's from? Uh, which was a fantastic show. Um, I don't know where, yeah. who aired it, but she's a great actress, and she's really well-suited for action sequences. Yeah. Uh... Mark Ruffalo returns as the Hulk in the show, and I'm excited for this one. Tim Rolfe returns as the Abomination, dude, and people have been asking, "Where's Abomination?" Oh, dude, that's, I, that's I can't awesome, wait. dude. You know they said awesome. up, right? They're setting up with the Thunderbolts. They're definitely happening. And someone leaked that like a year ago. Some person. I don't know why Marvel has announced that yet, but that's definitely happening by far. Yeah. The, the Thunderbolts. I can't wait for that. Uh, Moon Knight is how uh, we got a casting for him as Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, that was yes. confirmed. That yeah. Is yeah. We know it's gonna be really great. interesting. Yeah, be interesting. Uh, Secret Invasion, which was a new one, but uh, people were expecting it to be a movie event, but it's actually a TV show, which is interesting. Samuel Jackson's coming back as Nick Fury, and Ben Mendelsohn's returning as Talos, that scroll guy he played okay. in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, and it's gonna cross over most likely Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ironheart, which kind of shocked me. Is that the uh, black female Iron Man? Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. she oh, literally yeah. She came out probably like. Three, years three ago. four years ago. Yeah, she's I, new. I remember she's new the now. comics when yeah. she came out. I'm really excited to see that. That should be fucking interesting. Her comics are mediocre. Yeah. Her comics. Yeah, I heard like mediocre. people did not like her. Yeah, they no. didn't like her comic. Yeah, her comics. Maybe I know mediocre. her. I never read her comic, but I knew her introduction. I never. I know her origin, but I never read her. Yeah, I remember seeing her comic, but I never read her solo stuff. That makes but sense. Go ahead, Brian. No, I was just gonna say I'm yeah. excited because it's like a black female superhero. Um, yeah, which is something that we need, I think, in the MCU at this point. I think we fought our we fought our fix of like burly white men uh, superheroes. Speaking of black people, Brian, just say you hate women, man. No, I, I I hate white men. <laughs> Speaking of black just people, uh, Don Cheetah returns as War Machine in Boo! Armor Wars. You don't like Get War Machine? Get his ass out of here! Yeah, I, I really War Machine is more interesting than freaking Tony. Like War Machine. I, um, I like Don really Cheetah though. I, uh, I, I I don't th- I don't think I like Don Cheadle as an actor at all. Honestly, <laughs> I don't like anything he's in. Apparently, uh, this is a random drop. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is coming, twenty twenty two. Star Wars. It's gonna be. Special? I think it's gonna be uh, before the movie comes out of the following year. That like that. So we're gonna have like Thor in it. Probably. Um, oh yeah, great. that's right. That'd be probably. And I am Groot. Is getting a TV shorts. I assume it's animated. They need to let that die. We got Baby Yoda now. Yeah, um, we kinda they kinda Baby Yoda. They're toy Rogo? sales. They're they're toy Come sales. On, son. That's literally Change what they are. Name up. But as that's for the Marvel um yeah. TV shows, but with the movies, uh Doctor Strange, um Did I put Doctor Strange information in there? Yeah, Doctor oh, Strange. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's it's confirmed to be tied in with Spider Man three. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And with WandaVision, and, which is also really great. Yeah, um, we have the, and, uh, the Ant Man movies, Quantumania, 
which like yeah, Ant Man three looks goofy. King the Conqueror's coming. Let's go. I don't know anything Doctor Strange. About King hey, guaranteed, the Fantastic Four is gonna appear in that movie, and I cannot wait. <laughs> They're gonna make a cameo in that movie. That'd be great. Cannot wait because King the Conqueror's like the main guy there. Along really? with Doom. Bro, so you mean I gotta yeah. watch shitty Ant-Man to watch, look at the Fantastic Four? Dude, Ant-Man? Ant-Man 1 slaps. Ant-Man 2 is mid. You gotta put some butts in them. Dude, all, all the Ant-Man movies are garbage. No, you the like one them? that was almost... They are the weakest link of MCU. Listen, they are, but uh, Ant-Man can, 1 was good. Yeah. Ant-Man 1 was good. Ant-Man was awesome. I love Ant-Man fu- 1. I mean, they're comedies. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's like a different take. It's like a com- yeah. action comedy. The movie's gonna be crazy. Ant-Man 3. You think Doctor Strange is gonna be worse? Is yes, it, it is. is yes, it? it's Kang in there. Get hype, son. Get the hype. Kong but uh, it... speaking of Fantastic Four, and oh my god, dude, I cannot wait for MCU Fantastic Four. Dude, you you don't you never Boo! read a Fantastic Four comic. I can't wait for the first to family. Fail again. No, that's Let's a guarantee. That's a guarantee billion out. dollars. That's a guaranteed billion dollars. Dude, this yeah, movie's you know, gonna be you awesome. Know, you know why it's a guaranteed billion dollars? Because everybody let Fantastic Four fail because they're waiting for the MCU to launch yeah. one. So it'll be a fucking amazing fucking movie. And because it will the MCU be. made it. And it oh will be. Oh my god, this is the greatest it, Fantastic Four movie because and it Disney will be. made it. Fuck the and it will three. be. No, listen, Have you seen off. 2015 <laughs> film? <laughs> Colin, we, we get and I can say the same thing. Right the no, bat, baby, let's go. I'll argue that because Fox messed up both Fantastic Four and X Men for wait. years. Everyone, calm down. Everyone calm down. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's take it one at a time here. All right, take go. I am tired of Fox ruining easy to write characters <laughs> and make them stuck Disney in the early two thousands. Fucking fingers and everything, bro. Leave it alone, dude. Let <laughs> at him least just it's die good. In peace, bro. At least it's good. Because I don't want to watch my freaking. Marvel was, they were so salty about Fox having Fantastic Four that they refused to print Fantastic Four. And comics. they had every That's right fucking to. Petty. That is fucking petty as fuck. And they had every right to. Every right. That is fucking like. How do you oh mess my, up Fantastic Four three times, contest, bro? That is so. How do you mess up stupid. Fantastic Four three times? The 2015 films literally. I don't want to say it, but it's an embarrassment to the fans. Right. The because they're the weakest Nothing. fucking family in fucking Fantastic Four. Like Marvel. Like Fantastic no. Four are you guys, good characters. Are you guys crazy right now? Am I hearing this right? Hey, I'm before the Avengers you. happened. Hey, I'm fucking with Before you. the I'm Avengers happened, Fantastic Four was the top dog. Avengers took their popularity since the movies. That's Fantastic right. Four. X, Avengers wasn't even relevant back then. I'm going to be honest with you. It was about the Fantastic Four. I don't think the Avengers agree that either. They they, they became popular because of the movies. The Fantastic Four is like probably Stanley's most prized possession next to freaking Spider Man. Yeah. So Fantastic Four is going to be a very special film. Yeah. So what we're saying, so we can definitely agree that definitely the movies are definitely the weakest of Fantastic Four. But the comic version is like God tier. Can you guys? You're you're the wacky adventures. That's literally what they are. Yeah, you can get crazy in Fantastic Four. I will say we didn't let Fantastic Four fail. Fan Four Stick was a garbage film, riddled with production problems. It was the only the only the only Fantastic Four movie that I consider to be good is that Jessica Alba one, and it's not even that great. But the first one, film, the first one, yeah. And yeah, exactly. Was, and and we have to thank Fantastic Four and the X-Men for being the people that took the risk in making superhero movies in the first place. Uh like big franchise superhero movies. We owe that to to Spawn, to Blade, and to the Fantastic Four film. Uh like without those movies, we wouldn't have the MCU today. So 
Tay, I'm with you. I'm excited as fuck that there's a it's gonna be a good Fantastic Four. I also agree that Disney gotta chill the fuck out and like get their hands out of something. <laughs> okay. But, you know, but it's gonna be a good Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> Okay. It just oh, wait, that oh, Fantastic wait, Four. I'm just sure we can't agree that, or we can't just confirm that it's gonna be good. It's. Going I know to, it's gonna be good. The track. Hey, here's is, a no here's a, here's a true. Here's bad. a true statement right now about Fantastic Four. Here's the true statement. Okay. Disney's Disney's making a Fantastic Four movie, and it'll be a movie. It, it will be a movie. Yes. That, There's I mean, your we true fact. Not disagree with this. You motherfucker. No, I don't think. I am the most cynical no one... bitch in this room, and I'm excited for this movie. Like no one understands how important Fantasy Four is to Marvel. Yeah, that's like their pride and joy. Next to freaking Spider Man, you're gonna get a love of that movie. All right, cool. That's so fucking great. Like Mm. fantastic. They fucking are they gonna fucking like (laughs) limp on that fucking crutch for the rest of their fucking life? Marvel is like a hundred years old now. Are they really gonna keep pulling the Fantastic Four card every time? Yes, because it sells. People love Fantastic Four. It's a huge following for that. Apparently not. Not in the past decade. Older fans. That's because they made. Yeah, because the content sucked. Yeah, exactly. Can, they ain't Marvel didn't even own those products at a time. I, they had good comics. Jack Hickman? <laughs> I can keep on going for days. Can we read wait, that wait, run? We're gonna, name this, we're gonna have to name this podcast the uh, Fantastic Four. Taze Tangents Bay, versus guys. Collins. What's oh your Collins thing? <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Right, let's, hold on. Let's just yeah. move. Oh, Jesus, we can't, we can't I got one last thing to say. I got one last thing forward. to say. Yeah. Me right. being the cynical fuck that I am when it comes to movies. I cannot argue with the fact that Disney's business model and Disney's approach to filmmaking gets results. So, whether you like the Fantastic Four movie or not... Yeah, because they're fucking slave drivers. Yeah. That's why it gets results, because no one's checking them. I mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. But that like Fantastic- the whole Facebook shit. Because they get away with so much because no one checks their fucking shit. I totally agree with you. But that means that Fantastic Four is going to be a good movie. That's just it. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a movie. It, I I won't a say that it'll movie. be a bad movie. It might, I think it's gonna be I, up I there with it's Ant-Man. Hit either mediocre or good. I think it's that's, gonna be up there with Spider Man with all the Spider Man movies. I think that's where it's gonna be. Up I there. think I think it'll literally be passable, and that's you. The, yeah, yeah, I don't think you guys realize this is the next. I think this is the next passable. big thing here. This Colin, movie's gonna I be. Sw- I stand by. Colin's the angriest person <laughs> I know. And um, I'm saying like you like it or not, this movie's gonna be very important. Alright, alright, alright. That's fine. Crockett, they can be on. as important as they want, as they very think important they can movies. Be. Move us on. Let's Crockett. keep going. Very important. Guys, alright. So, Brian, you wanted to talk about some uh, WB streaming stuff? Yeah. So, so Warner's Brothers, and and this is this kind of ties into the 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 bit that I talk about the cinema, like the theater industry, sort of collapsing in and itself um, as a result of all of these like big streaming, big budget television programs. Uh, Warner Brothers recently made the decision that all of their big theater releases that are slated for 2021 will release simultaneously on HBO Max. Um, so those things being released on HBO Max at the same time that we have that theater release, what it does is that, it, it, of course, it's going to dry out more of the cinema industry more than we are now. And in the middle of a pandemic, that seems justified. But let's assume that while the time that this is kicking in, uh, cinemas are have reopened and so we're going to see a lot of revenue being taken away from cinema and being put back into these streaming platforms and Christopher Nolan was recently involved in a, con- in a controversy regarding this decision because he's calling them out for what they're doing and what they're doing is one and I totally agree with Nolan here what they're doing is they're not <laughs> respecting the distribution uh, system that the director would like to take involving yeah. the film 
which is problematic for one of two reasons. Before the 1970s, we were caught in a big studio system when it came to filmmaking. You were not a uh, you were not the lead man of your film. You were directing the film, but you worked for 20th Century Fox or whoever it was, and they kind of gave you everything you needed, and you had to work within their parameters. And then in the 1970s, we saw the the, the golden age of cinema come through as a response to that system, because the directors wanted more independence with their art. Uh, so this Warner Brothers decision and this like streaming culture and this huge expanse of Disney and Marvel is again creating a system where you are not going to be a filmmaker. You are going to be a director that is working for Netflix or working for Disney or working for X big studio. And there's not going to be a lot of creative control between films. So I am actually really, really upset about that decision along with Christopher Nolan, because if you as a director can't choose the way that your film is distributed, then you lose creative control because it's whoever is paying you or whoever is your main backing instructor that's going to make that decision for you. So if you can't make your profit in the, in the box office, then that is going to change the entire economical backdrop of the cinematic industry. And so now we won't be seeing projects led by directors. We are going to be seeing directors get hired, get paid a one-time fee. And everybody working in that film is going to get paid a one-time fee. And the royalty paycheck and the way that these people live off of royalties from working on these projects is going to be changed entirely. So people below the line are really going to suffer because below the line, people get a sense of royalty. Like, for example... Not below the line, but uh, like small actors, smaller actors and actresses that show up in big productions, they live of the royalties. You say. And if there are no yeah. more royalties for distribution, then their economic plan falls through. And people are no longer making a sustainable living off of acting in these smaller roles. Which, to some people, is like, oh, fucking boohoo, get a job. But it, it's, and, and I get it, but it's such a huge economic shift that is only going to benefit these massive corporate studios more and more, thus diminishing the approach that smaller filmmakers can take to make independent content and uh, reducing and collapsing the, the system that has worked for hundreds of years, not hundreds of years, for like 100 years when it comes to filmmaking. So I do think that the decision for streaming services to be the next distributor, while convenient, I think unless the economic plan Need adjust to meet the needs of that and meets the need for their below the line crew and small actors, then I think it's a move in the wrong direction. And I think Christopher Nolan yeah, is absolutely right. It sounds like we're about to eat a lot of uh, a quality shit um, sandwich, as in a sense of like, we're not going to get any indie films, we're not going to be able to take any risks. So let me so let me say let me let me butt in here um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, because you're the you're more the film guy than yeah. I am. I think the whole not being able to release a film the way you want it to be released is a total cop-out because inevitably those movies are being released on DVD. Disagree. Inevitably, those movies will go online so you can buy it. Inevitably, it'll go on a streaming service. So I think the whole like, oh, I can't put my movie in a theater for six months is total crap. Disagree, me. because there's, there's a lot of implications <clears throat> that come with that. One, if your movie... Uh, does not release in theaters, uh, you're not eligible for a, an Academy Award. 
Um, well, then change the academy rules. Well, the, see, won't. if you're going to change one thing, you would have to change the industry. Well, which that's is what I'm you saying. have to change the, gonna be, have to change the culture in yeah. general. Yeah, well, which is going to be a fucking nobody's going to want to do. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, if you want to accommodate <clears throat> all these streamer things, then you have to accommodate the whole economic structure of the industry. Um, because otherwise, mm. it's going to fall flat on its head. And the smaller people that are working in this, the industry are going to be the ones that suffer. Because those are the ones that can't take a $50 million loss on a project. Um, so it's it's like movies come out on DVDs, but as a director, uh, I would typically get to choose with my investors who is distributing this film. So it might be coming out on DVD, but the company that is producing and printing my DVDs, I can choose that. I can choose what streaming platform it goes in. I can choose who gets to release my content. With this decision, Warner Brothers essentially owns every piece of content that the directors make under them and they can choose how to distribute it without the director's approval and that is a big but haven't haven't corporations been doing this for years they did the same thing with zach snyder they do it with josh wheaton they did it with uh um what's his face mark webb they do it with everybody and that's what i'm where saying. they take they either take a vision they either cut up the movie the way it wasn't originally imagined or they creative Sam Raimi is a good example Spider-Man yeah, 3 and it's that, just stuff like that yeah. I feel like they've been doing it all yeah. the time and now with like I don't know no sort of I, I think it's <clears throat> while I do agree the budgets and stuff can change can kind of make the quality of the show yeah. decline in a bit I think it's more old man old man yelling at the sky angry because things are changing partially mm. this is a, like I said again for multiple times the way things are coming and COVID it made it faster yeah. is how we're coming to streaming services and I don't think Nolan wants to I get where he's coming from but I also think he's also like old man yelling that's how the stream the industry is changing if Nolan was doing but, yeah. what Spielberg was doing with Spielberg was just complaining about real changes in the academy then I would agree with you yeah. about the old man sh the old man yelling at the sky but Nolan is talking about yeah. the economic backbone of the industry and how these decisions mm -hmm. are being made without the economic backbone of the industry in mind and that in itself is going to create a crash in the market allowing big corporations like disney and marvel which are the same people um and other other stuff like that to like take a massive control of the environment in which movies are produced drafting us back to a movie system like the one in the 1950s which was met with a lot of director directors didn't have control of the property Directors that didn't have control of anything that was going on. There was no risk taking in the film industry. And it's cyclical because that happened in the 1950s for a reason. And then in the 1970s, we broke out of that. So we're going to spend another 20 or 30 years in this big studio system. And then independent directors are going to just be like, fuck that. I want to do my own thing. And then we're going to break into the independent director thing again. However, the difference here is that streaming platforms are changing the way that people make money. But the way that people get paid that are not making these big executive decisions have not changed. So people that are working, crew members and actors, will lose money. And that will go to the big companies. And that is the problem. It is not the other. Isn't it a... Isn't it a thing that Netflix cancels their shows after two seasons so they don't have to pay royalties or some crap? I'm, I wouldn't... I don't and know. And there's some shit about that? I don't know about that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like I heard yeah. something about like they do it because of like a really shady money reason. Yeah, and that happens all the time. <clears throat> and without unions, because it it undermines cinematic unions, it undermines filmmaking unions. 
and without that, then the workers get abused by these big companies. And that's where Nolan is getting at. Uh, Nolan may be an old man yelling at the sky, but the economic structure of his argument is completely sound. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. I've ran way over past my thing. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Just just to uh, we'll take a little bit more time. Um, but a little time we have left. Yeah. Colin, I know you had a lot to you want to air out this thing. Um, you something about a new uh, DMCA bill, and uh, I kind of want to give you like, a little bit of leg room to to move around with this because it's a it's a pretty hey. hefty. Thing. And we, we might even break this over into next week, but uh, go ahead and uh, hit us with that, yeah, with that um, fatty hitter, bro. So I, think, I believe the vote doesn't, I think they're voting on it tomorrow. So Friday, whenever this episode goes out, um, they're supposed to be voting on it apparently. But it's not like a new bill in its entirety. It's uh, It was kind of slapped on the ass end of this omnibus bill, um, which is, I guess, a bunch of bills being passed and stuff. Um, so, uh, so we know that the music industry has always been shady and corrupt and, you know, um, so on December 10th, um, political prostitute, Senator Tom Tillis, uh, he snuck an aggressive DMC, uh, proposal, um, basically onto the ass end of this bill. Um, uh, I would assume in the attempt that it just gets pushed through. Um, cause it seems like they're really trying to push this thing through really fast. That's absolutely the end. Um, they just stack it on and then they, they hope that it doesn't get challenged. Yeah, they yeah. do. Like, you'll, you'll vote for a fucking bill, like a prop, like 25 or whatever. And then there's like, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want pedophiles to get out in like five years. But, and then there's yeah. like something about like, yeah, we, we're allowed to poison the water, <laughs> to, the drinking water of the town. You're like. Well, mm-hmm. I uh, I don't agree with that one part of it. Vote on that one. Anyway, go on, Colin. Yeah. Uh, so the proposal states that uh, DMCA violators uh, will be met with felonies and possible jail time. Um, oh, so this could include Twitch, YouTube, uh, maybe even TikTok, um, just any sort of content creator. Um, so Tom Tillis, uh, I forget where he's exactly a senator of. I really don't give a shit. Um, Tom Tillis, he's wait, been receiving I think hefty. Is that North Carolina? Let me check. It might be be North Carolina. I swear, I think I've heard a Tom Um, Tillis commercial, though. Yeah, he's been receiving receiving hefty donations from uh, some of these big music organizations. Let me break some of these down for you. So the biggest donation was from is twenty thousand dollars. All right, let me just put that into perspective, bro. That's fucking chump change, dude, to get bought out like this, dude. In my opinion, and the lowest donation being a thousand dollars. And some of these companies are iHeartRadio, Sony, Disney, Universal. You know these big ass corporations, and they're dishing out fucking chump change to this dude. Like, dude, is it really that easy to buy you off, bro? Like, let let's gather, let's uh, raise up some money, boys. I think we could raise up a little bit more than the fucking hundred thousand dollars that this guy's got in total. I would fucking but, love that. Um, I crowdfund an anti like an anti donation campaign for that. <laughs> yeah, and there is um, a hashtag and stuff going on right now because it is. Um, they say uh, the office has apparently come out and said that oh, streamers are exempt um, from the rule. Uh, broadcasters like live stream broadcasters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read some of these rules directly from the from the law or the, from the paper. So, in particular, the act will provide the Department of Justice with the authority to bring felony charges against a digital transmission service that one is uh, primarily designed or provided for the purpose of streaming copyright works without the authority of the copyright owner. Um, 
and then has no commercially significant purpose or use other than to stream copyright works without the authority and then is intentionally marketed by or at the direction of the person to promote its use on on streaming copyrighted works so um a lot of that would be like you know one two three movies you know these these torrenting websites um these file sharing websites um you could even say there's some of these uh live streamers on on youtube and twitch that like uh 24 hour like broadcast like cartoons and stuff right. you would even say it tar- might target them would it, would it um, even target like people who stream like stuff onto like twitter and stuff because i know they're like you could upload like a full episode of billy and mandy onto yes the... okay you can target that too <clears throat> yeah um so what the what what has people up in arms is that the bill is so vague it's in this gray area where they have definitely they've come out and said that oh it won't affect streamers but i've read the rules verbatim that's how vague they are yeah so that they could sit there and say like oh it it, streamers are exempt but at the same time use these rules against us to say like there's this weird loophole in it and they absolutely Um, will use them against us oh yeah definitely so this is what's got people upset and because what's brian doing (laughs) i don't know he's measuring his dick over here like i don't know stop what are you doing stop (laughs) just fidgeting Um. so the and also just because of the vagueness of the bill it doesn't state like how long the music or the copyrighted material needs to be broadcast so whether you have a two second clip or a one minute clip there's no there's no difference um there's also uh we're unaware of the statute of uh limitations on this because apparently trump got a dmca strike on one of his white house videos <laughs> does he get in trouble for that what the uh, you know he's stupid president yeah you know is there a statute is there limitations on this apparently not this is a so, very bad precedent that they're so people setting. also say that like you know sometimes copyright material just pops up you know like say i'm on stream and you know some of the sound alerts and donation alerts are you know little clips of music or clips of sayings and stuff um what if somebody walks into your room and they just happen to be playing music um what if a pop-up ad and even some games that have the streamer mode or the uncopy or the copyright mode sometimes copyrighted music still gets through yeah sort of like Um, cyberpunk had a huge issue with that like even if you play streamer mode enabled there's a specific sequence that plays a copyrighted track yeah and there's stuff like uh people uh, a lot of uh youtubers on uh, about nintendo stuff were getting taken down for music well that's also has to do with the whole nintendo thing mm-hmm. um but i know that um you can't you can't even play guitar hero on twitch anymore you can't do <laughs> yeah. can't do that um and oh. it's just you know certain games you know it's and it's even like it's not meant to be you know infringement it's not purposeful these are just things that happen you know and then also the argument that i heard was it's like you know you go to youtube and you like look up a song or you go to spotify and look up a song but nobody goes to a twitch streamer's stream in hopes that they play one fucking song right in its entirety you know not as background noise not as and then that's also the other thing too is um you can't you can't be sure what's copyrighted and what's not so there's some like there's even a fucking suggestion i believe in twitch's terms of service where it says just mute the game audio yeah let me play the fucking game in complete fucking silence they that was a that was a tweet too that was a response to um about the dmc's and stuff Mm -hmm. like just mute your game and then everyone was 
on their ass about that about yeah that's a great way to fucking fix this which i mean even i mean i feel like youtube started this shit too it's like this is where it kind of stems from was like youtube being so aggressive with their uh takedowns and their like copyright mm-hmm. strikes so I, yeah. I i don't think that youtube is a good guy in this story but the music industry itself um was the one that started this their profit margin was in the fucking ground before youtube became a profession before you could be a YouTuber, the profits for music were on the ground. And then instead of dismantling the system, uh, music companies decided to make money off of it. And then the copyright system had to be created. So I, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it, it's one of those things where like the music industry saw an opportunity and then exploited that opportunity. And it's consistently exploiting their talent, their creators, the yeah. artists that they sign in order to keep their stronghold in the neck of everyone else it is not Mm. youtube does have something to blame but it is the music industry itself who is creating the environment for this to happen because no one else has the legal recourse to fight against sony disney nintendo at the same time yeah exactly so like all these small youtubers and twitch streamers essentially would be fucked and then it's also the fact that some people have mentioned that this would technically be an unforceable law because that would mean it would put millions of people in jail um or millions of people would be fined almost immediately yeah because and and Um, you would do it some people could do it and not even realize it right exactly and that's the thing and then also um i watched a video uh some ordinary gamers on uh youtube yeah i like that guy Uh, he mentioned yeah, I love his. I love his channel. Brian kind of looked like that guy a little bit. He mentioned no, Brian that Brian is like a what's the name? Completionist. <laughs> the completionist. I have a, I have a funny story about that. Uh, <laughs> call and go on. But um, he mentioned that um, say like you accidentally, you know, just played three seconds of a clip and you're like, oh fuck. So you either have two choices: you can kill your stream right then and there. Mm-hmm. Or you can continue the stream and when it's over, delete the VOD and pray to God nobody digs it up. Right. Um, so now, and even by third-party websites, which some of the time Twitch will allow you, mm-hmm. especially if it's, I guess, I'm assuming for, you know, legal reasons, they will allow you to dig up a deleted VOD. Um, so it's also that, like, what are the limitations on that? You know, are you going to dig up something I did 15 years ago and now I'm now being prosecuted for it, for a DMCA? Just because someone wanted now, to make a quick buck off of my, my Yeah, career. exactly. I feel like it, it could also be a red scare too. People could use DMCAs to like attack creators that they don't like, Absolutely. you know, you know, with, with all those YouTubers who are getting like hundreds of copyright strikes a day from just random people who don't like them. Yeah. I think this has already been, this has <clears throat> already been happening. Yeah. The, the um, big corporations. So I, I'm all for DMCA. Sorry, Brian. No, 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 you're good. I was just going to say you that the good. big corporations don't give a shit about the small content creators like ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I always think, yeah, the music industry is one of the most exploitive industries, in my opinion, in terms of exploiting the artists as, as well as the public, in terms of um, having access to such music and uh, properties and stuff. Um, I am all for like DMCA. You know, I believe artists should have their work copyrighted. It should be protected. You know, you should pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I believe word. that the DMCA laws themselves are completely outdated. They need to be revised. Yeah. But that's the key word. It's like artists <clears throat> need to have say? the word copyright, not multimedia, not multi-million dollar corporations. Artists need to have their stuff copyrighted. Mm-hmm. The individual. Yeah, it's, it's not going to the artist. Yeah. It's going straight to the yeah. company. It, it is like yeah, and I the guess corporation like has how... a copyrighted. I guess that's how like Fortnite keeps like stealing all these like dances from people who make them and stuff and they don't never get any compensation. Yeah, there's that whole thing too. And I mean, 
I don't know. I've also heard that about just YouTube content creators. Uh, like, uh, people who, like, parody stuff, you know? I've seen people parody cooking with Babish or binging with Babish all the Ooh. time and stuff. And, you know, would that, would that be considered, like, an infringement and stuff? And then, you know, these small content creators, you know... You know, so a, a YouTube video, uh, I could go and steal a YouTube video right now, and I won't get in trouble for it. I might be, you know, labeled a, a plagiarizer and stuff, but legally, I can do that. YouTube, like, YouTuber's content isn't protected. It's not copyrighted. Um, which I don't know. That was the whole DMCA thing. I think they vote tomorrow. Um, uh, I really hope to God it probably won't go through. I was about um, to say, is like, what is the name of the bill? And I was about to say, like, call your local senator and tell. Oh them. yeah, the name of the bill. Um, <laughs> let me but pull the time it up. This goes it's up, like it's like, like the day they vote. I think it's it's called like the Protective Streaming Act or something like that. Something dumb. Um, but yeah, people are just up in arms. There's the hashtag Stop DMCA right now on on uh, on Twitter, and I believe it's on YouTube as well. There's a lot of people posting videos right now. Um, but you know, it's just it's just the fact that you know they keep saying that you know it's not going to affect us. But the fact that the bill is is so vague and in such a gray area, you you know that it's it's for nefarious. It seems for nefarious purposes almost. It's almost like directed at punishing the public. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I totally agree. I think we're, we're in a very precarious state and culture where entertainment is being dominated by the media conglomerates, and uh, mm -hmm. it's it's really scary to be a small content creator to potentially be a small filmmaker, to be anyone that makes something that is not backed by a multi-million dollar contract is really scary. Yeah. Um, with these new laws coming And I've also, um, they also say that uh, YouTube, uh, with the DMCA strikes, uh, the idea is that, uh, just for some people, um, say you play like a 30 second clip of a song. Um, say I played, I don't know, a, a song from Sony. Sony then has, like not the right to claim the 30 seconds that I played. They claim the whole video, 100%. Um, yeah. And as a small content creator, you have no way of fighting that. They're taking 100% of the profits now from your video because you played one second of the song. So compared 30 seconds of a, an accidental soundbite to let's say a 10, 20 minute video, that, would that be, whole video that would is now claimed. crazy if I was a YouTuber with a million yeah. dollars, with a million followers, there is, I would that be insane. There is actually a big uh, issue with that um, uh, Star Wars theory. He's a, a big YouTuber, Star Wars YouTuber, of course. I love that guy. He's awesome. Um, he did yeah, a too. he did an awesome uh, Darth Vader short film, um, fan film. Right. I've um, seen it. Yeah, and Lu yeah, Lucas Lucasfilm or Disney came in and tried to claim it, um, but it was Lucasfilm that stepped up and said, "No, Disney, you can't do right. that." Well, shout out to Lucasfilm. Um, so. Yeah, shout out to Lucasfilm for that because Lucasfilm, the, like they they have stand, stood by their fans, especially when it comes to um, fan animations and right. fan stories and stuff like that. That, that um, was Nintendo's problem. That's the huge problem with YouTubers. Yeah, and Nintendo content still creators. Yeah, Nintendo still yeah. has that problem now. Um, you can make the fan games with their characters. Yeah, fan games. Sega let you um, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. And then I haven't heard anything much of the new Nintendo stuff, but, you know, I guess some people are still scared. You know, they're obviously, you know, I feel like they're going to pull the trigger again one of these days. Um, people are still nervous about them taking down fan, like, animations right. and stuff now, not just fan games. That Twitch <laughs> thing, I think it's going to be more like the the net neutrality thing. Well, I'm not saying you shouldn't concern about it, but I think it's going to be like a big bugging issue. To mm -hmm. it finally, till they finally come out saying we're not doing yeah. it. 
I say yeah. keep an eye on it, but I don't think they, they could. Like I mentioned this last night when someone brought it up, um, I think it was Ethan. That's a lot of people that have music on their streams. Yeah. No oh, way yeah. to compete. that many people in prison, jail. I know so that's, that's what like, that's what they were saying. Yeah. It's it's kind of an unforceable yeah. law at that point because so many people, um, mm-hmm. would technically be violators. Even people who aren't aware that they're doing it, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, sometimes you just click on a like a video or you click on an ad and it just starts playing music. And I mean, not even just streamers, you know, people, you know, maybe you post something on like a little what if. OK, so say like if it does apply to Twitter and everything like that, what if I'm out, you know, me and you guys are out at the bar or something and there just happens to be music playing at the bar. Are we going to get in trouble? YouTube used to do that. YouTube does that. I'm not sure yeah. they still do that. YouTube has a problem with that. You couldn't play music from like even though you're playing in the background of the party, you'd be yeah. in trouble. See, and that's that's oh. what a lot of people are worried about. Is just like you you be basically we're you're becoming like an accidental felon at this right. point, which seems insane. Uh, I, I, it's gonna be something iffy. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's something you should keep your eye on. Yeah, I don't think, I think it's, it's one be, of those. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be too crazy, but because yeah. of the vagueness of the bill, it's it's definitely something to just watch out for. Yeah, it's and one I mean, of those like business people being petty, and you know mm-hmm. it's too petty to go to, to actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just trying to get some money out of people, whatever. But I mean, voting is uh, yeah. Friday. Voting's tomorrow, so I'll I'll have to see. He's I'll, in I'll, Florida, I'll... by the way. Tom okay. Tillis, by the way. That makes fucking yeah, sense. He's in, yeah. he's in North Carolina. <laughs> no, he was in 2006. He was uh, you know, he's in Florida. He's in Florida. But yeah, um, that was in 2006. Yeah. 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 yeah but um, let's, let's voting's tomorrow. So I'm gonna check the and see what the news is tomorrow on it. If they vote tomorrow, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll give you guys um, an update. Keep you updated. Yeah. yeah. Because we are definitely running over time. Um, guys, thank you for making it to the end of the podcast. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed um, kind of like this new format that we're, we're trying out. And we're, it's going to be making little tweaks and uh, turns with this. And hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this new f- format we're trying to pull off here. Um, it's going to be like kind of like a growing process. So like we're going to kind of do week to week and then try to, you know, uh, improve the show for you guys but guys thank you so much for making it to the end of the show um if you want to follow this podcast we we do on youtube uh spotify apple i think what does it take just Amazon. podcast services in the description every, below. Any, yeah every every uh <laughs> podcast service you guys can listen to us there or if you want to watch the the live show you can watch us on uh youtube guys we also have a discord community if you're a small streamer i would highly recommend you guys uh check that out um, you can post your uh, when you go live there. You can um, link up with other players if you want to play like other games. We do a, a community uh, game night every Saturday, and then we're gonna do start doing movie nights every Sunday. So guys, definitely check out the the Discord. And guys, thank you just so much for just coming out and hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Brian, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitter at Brian Ortega, <laughs> and they can find me on Twitch at Brian Browning. <laughs> uh, Colin, where can they find you at? Uh, I'm at, uh, on Twitter at underscore space whales and Twitch at monkey omega. And Tay, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Tay Infinite, Instagram underscore Tay Infinite, Twitch Tay Infinite, and I also do a PlayStation exclusive news series on Drunk Trip called Play- PS Insight. So, which is PlayStation fans, I'm... check that out. Hell yeah, yeah. that's a large portfolio. <laughs> What's I was doing guys... <laughs> right now? No news today, but go ahead. Uh, guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at uh, Cyber underscore Calamity at Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitch at Cyber Calamity. But guys, thank you so much for making it to the end of the show. We'll see you next week, and uh, be, stay golden. Adios. Bang. Bye.